Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Donald Trump, and as we heard in the news earlier on today, Donald Trump will appear in Washington, actually as we speak, in a court to face his most serious charges yet, according to the news, attempting to overturn the 2020 US presidential election. And the former president is accused of conspiracy to defraud the American government, and he claims officials are trying to damage his 2024 White House campaign. Others will, of course, disagree. I want to go to two of my good friends who are going to come on the air and talk about this. Michael Walsh, who's an author and also former editor. Oh, sorry, I've lost my notes there. Where did they all go for? Oh, yes. And Michael has been on the show many times with us before. And of course, as you know, Michael tends to be a bit on Trump's side, although lately he's been a bit anti-Trump. And Michael Bachter, who is a former US district attorney, and they both joined me on the line. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Pleasure to be here. Okay, um, Michael Bachner, let me go. You're both called Michael, which makes it a little bit awkward for me tonight, so I'll refer to you both with your, with your surnames as well. Uh, Michael Bachner, this is quite serious for Donald Trump, um, although he may just walk away again because he is like Teflon. Well, uh, you know, he ultimately could end up uh, walking away, but it's not because he's Teflon. It's because, well, uh, to the extent that uh, he ends up winning the U.S. election, which you can't rule out, uh, these charges are very likely just simply going to get all thrown out. Uh, and that is because, as the president, he will have the right to appoint a new attorney general or a new uh, Department of Justice head who can determine that the charges should be simply dismissed um, for the federal charges He's also looking at various state charges. That is that New York state indictment where he was charged with paying off uh, hush money to the uh, to the porn star um, and potentially also getting indicted in Georgia for the state case. Uh, the feds have no authority to throw out state prosecutions. So uh, uh, Donald's going to have some he's going to have some uh, explaining to do um, eventually in some court. I mean, the three charges here, conspiracy to fraud the United States by using dishonest fraud, uh, deceit to impair, obstruct and defeat the lawful certification or certification of the president Joe Biden's electoral victory, a conspiracy to corruptly uh, obstruct and impede the January 6, 2021 congressional proceeding uh, where the electoral college results were certified and a conspiracy against the right to vote and to have one's vote counted. Um, Michael Walsh, are these really the most serious charges he's had so far? Because I did read one article the other day that suggested that one or two of these could could actually be that he could get the death penalty. Now, obviously, that's not going to happen. But are they serious, Michael? Well, I think they're serious in that they're part of a cumulative, cumulative attempt uh, on the on the left and the so-called resistance. Remember, right, the day he was inaugurated, the left immediately began... A, an illegal and uh, deceptive campaign to drive him from office, which we saw via the Russian collusion hoax and the fake dossier and all of these things that they cooked up. Uh, however, he's been buried like Dr. No at the end of Dr. No, you know, <laughs> under a mound of bat guano here uh, in terms of the legal challenges. Now, Someone made, uh, I'm not a lawyer, obviously, but some lawyers have made the point that these new charges are effectively uh, a Washington Post op-ed or a Gail Collins column in the New York Times of you know sheer hysteria uh, and not really amounting to much. I think it was, uh, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, I've forgotten the man's name now on Fox. He comes on Fox quite a bit. 
who said that it's basically if you take out, strip away all of the overheated rhetoric, you have a bunch of haiku. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's a serious charge. Anytime you get charged by the Fed, it's a serious charge. They have. But you, you, know, you tell me on the, the first. World. But you tell me the first time he was charged, going back when we spoke about six months ago. You know that these charges are only lending themselves to making him more popular with elect with the electorate. Well, it has made him more popular with the electorate, and I think we're heading down a very dangerous path here. I hope that uh, uh, Mr. Bachner agrees with me on this. I I indicting the former president and the current leading candidate to replace the current president is just not something that Americans do. And we've crossed this Rubicon, a, a, a symbol that's been used many times. But Merrick Garland was kept off the Supreme Court for very good reasons. And everyone can see now what they were. He is a hardcore ideologue who is not concerned with the results of his actions in the, to the public. It's just that does it satisfy his ideological need? And he's a very mm. dangerous man. And this is not going to end well for anybody associated with this case. I mean, Michael Bachner, I'm looking at Donald Trump and what he put up on Truth Social uh, this evening. He says, I'm going to Washington, D.C. to be arrested for having challenged a corrupt, rigged and stolen election. In other words, he's not backing down. And he also said, it's my great honor because I'm being arrested for you. Make America great again. He's not actually going to be arrested tonight, Michael, is he? Uh, uh, just to address something that, uh, that Mike Walsh just said. You know, uh, oh, your phone is breaking up slightly, Michael. Your phone is breaking up slightly. Merrick Garland backed away um, from uh, Merrick Garland backed away from this investigation. Um, it had nothing to do with it. This was done by an independent counsel by, uh, by Mr. Smith. Um, for purposes of avoiding any of those improprieties that any we'd say about Merrick. But look, at the end of the day, if you read this indictment, this 45-page indictment, and I was a prosecutor, I'm a defense lawyer now, the allegations in here are not just serious, they're all very well documented. Um, four or five of the co-conspirators in the case are his former lawyers, including Rudy Giuliani. Um, but they haven't all been named no, yet. They haven't, well, they're cooperating, no, so they haven't been named yet. No, no, they're not cooperating yet. Um, I think the hope is that they will. They're probably all going to end up getting individually um, individually indicted. Um, but one of the things that's interesting, in the indictment, Mike Pence, the former vice president, kept contemporaneous notes of his conversations with Trump during the January 6th time period. And according to the indictment, the notes that Pence gave over to the prosecutors have Trump saying to him, you're not doing enough, basically, for me. And Pence replying, I'm not allowed to do this. It's not constitutional, to which Trump said, you're just too honest. So that's the type of remarks that... But, but is it Trump not a case that Trump is going to claim that his lawyers told him it was okay to say that to Mike Pence? And in that vein, they would have to prove in court that he knew what he was telling Mike Pence to do was illegal and unconstitutional, where he'll claim it wasn't, that's I got advice. That's an excellent point. And the reason that Mr. Smith named his lawyers as conspirators is because if you want to go into court and say that my lawyers, who the government's going to allege were giving him the advice, were his conspirators, that is, they got together together to concoct this, um, this situation, it's hard to rely on the advice of a lawyer who you knew is your conspirator. Um, that's why they've, um, they've mm -hmm. named them as, as conspirators. 
Um, but uh, but look, you know what? Donald Trump, as Mr. Wolf said, um, and as you said, is still leading um, in the, um, uh, for the Republicans. But, you know, when Donald Trump was running for office the first time, he made a quite a remarkable comment. He said, you know what? I could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and they would still vote for me. <laughs> so for a lot of people, that's kind of what he's done. He shot yeah. people on Fifth Avenue. And you know what? People are still voting for him. I mean, Michael, the, the very idea that he seems to absorb all of this. I, and I even I, I was really talking myself and my juice were talking about this the other day. If you were charged with these kind of charges, which are some of them are quite serious charges when you're talking about state secrets, et cetera, et cetera, and the previous ones in Miami. Mm-hmm. I mean, any normal mm-hmm. person would be terrified. They would walk away and say, oh, I'm done with this. I'm, you know, coming up to my 80s here. I'm finished with all of this. I can't take any more. This man just seems relentless. He, he, I don't know. Is he narcissistic? Is he, I mean, what is it about Donald Trump that he just seems to be able to absorb this and just walk away? It doesn't just bother him at all. Well, you know, um, you know, according to the articles that are being read, and I, I know a lot of the lawyers involved representing Trump, you know, he's actually very, very nervous about this. Um, and, you know, he's spending, he's, he spent virtually his entire campaign chest already just paying lawyers. Um, but, but one thing you have to keep in mind is the only way that Donald Trump doesn't go to jail potentially is to become the president or for a Republican to become the president, because like I said earlier, they can dismiss these indictments. So he has to go ahead and he has to try and win or make sure another Republican wins, um, because otherwise, if a Democrat comes into office, these cases are going to go to trial. Um, and then a jury will have to determine whether or not he's guilty or innocent. So, and hell, I, I, on, on that note, by the way, for his life. on that note, on a jury having to decide, where are they going to get a jury that would give him a fair trial? Because everybody in well, America has an opinion on him either way. Well, that's true, but you know that's always the system in the United States. But at the end of the day, the jury in Florida, you know, Florida went for Trump, and the argument's going to be in, in Florida, he's probably going to get a jury that's very pro-Trump. In the second indictment that we're talking about now, the most recent indictment, rather, that's in in the D.C., in Washington, D.C., where it's going to be much harder for him to get a jury that's just going to vote to acquit just because he's Donald Trump. Um, And the judge in the Washington, D.C. case, this last indictment, is a Barack Obama appointee. Um, The the judge in Florida is a Trump appointee. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, but, you know, in picking the jury, you know, uh, you hope. I got to tell you, I've been been practicing law 40 years, uh, my friend, and uh, jurors sometimes individually are kind of silly, but together, this system, it just works. And jurors together as a group are generally speaking very, very smart and usually come to the right result. Not always, but usually come to the right result. Yeah. I mean, Michael, do you reckon they'll come to the right right result this time around? And even if they do come to the wrong result... Really, what's going to happen here today? Is he is he going to walk into court? I don't believe nobody's going to put handcuffs on him or take fingerprints. I don't believe that's oh, no. even that's not that's no, not no, no, that's not happening. No, no. So that's I mean, happening. so what's this is just a formality, isn't it? This is he's going to go in. The Correct. judge is going to say, "Okay, how do you plead? Not guilty. Okay, off you go." Uh, does he get a date today? And is that date? I mean, under the Constitution of America, you're entitled to a speedy trial. Is that going to be in the next six months? Is he going to be kicked down the road till 2024? I mean, when is that going to happen? First of all, I'd like to know what law school you went to because you know a lot more than a lot of my friends do. Um, but but yes, at the end of the day, you're right. They're going they're going to pick a date. They're going to the judge is going to say how much discovery is there. That is how much information do you is there for the defense to go through. This case is never going to get tried, in my opinion, before the election in November. Um, so uh, mm-hmm. it's going to get delayed. 
And uh, it, this, like I said, this, this could become a non-event depending on what the result of the election is. But yeah, he's going to go in there. He's going to plead not guilty. The judge is going to set a motion schedule. And then she's going to say, okay, I'll see you in three or four months and we'll see where we are. And, uh, and that's basically going to, it's going to be a, a fairly quick process, 10 or 15 or 20 minutes. I mean, Michael Walsh, just in relation to, and I know you yeah. kind of turned back uh, on Donald Trump over the last few times I've spoken mm. to you. I mean, yeah, this mm. is boosting his popularity again. I don't care anyone says and you, you would agree with that. I mean, but realistically, the reason his popularity is boosting is because he doesn't have any competition. Realistically, and I, and I think even if you're a you're liberal or Democrat, no one's going to want to vote for Biden anymore. I mean, look, there's a lot of dirty stuff coming out about him too. Uh, he's just lucky he happens to be president at the moment. Uh, and not only that, he's, I don't want to be ageist, but he's just too old for the gig, isn't he? Well, I mean, to uh, go back to something Mr. Bachner said, uh, yes, Trump made that famous statement about if I could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue, but apparently uh, Joe Biden's son can leave cocaine in the White House and nobody seems to be too upset about that on the left, <laughs> are they? Let's, let's pull back, let's pull this movie, I'm a screenwriter, let's pull this movie back and get, uh, you in know, all fairness, lawyer, I don't think that's ever been proven, but go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off, Mike, but in all fairness, no one, uh, no one's ever said that that was Biden's cocaine. It's a joke, Mr. Bachner. It's a joke. This is two Irishmen talking to each other, (laughs) making jokes. It's what we do. It's the way we handle the crack in Ireland. Now, if you'll give me a minute to finish my sentence. I apologize. I stand corrected. Okay, good. Well, one New Yorker to another. Same thing. Okay, so pull back. We, We are looking at lawfare here. This is lawfare. This is... Uh, to say that Mr. Smith is independent prosecutor insults the intelligence of everybody listening to this conversation. He is a tool of Merrick Garland. But put it that, passing that, go back to the issue here. Do we want to live in a country in which every time the government changes hands, the previous guys get thrown in jail or get indicted or make it impossible for them to run again? I'm taking the long view here. I, I, I'm, I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not that interested in ham sandwiches. What I am interested in is saving the country from the brink to which it has been pushed uh, by Trump's actions. I don't defend Trump's actions on January 6th. I think it was a mistake, and I think he's paying the price for it now. But we really don't want a system in which the other guys are constantly suing the other guys. America's great defect now for my friends and relatives back home in Ireland is it's obsessed with law and lawyers. It is a, it is filthy with lawyers. Everything you do has a lawyer attached to it. This even radio, sh- even radio not- shows. <laughs> Go on, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's but they dominate the discussion. So you get to the point where you can't prove that in court. Well, that there's a larger court at stake. And I would say this to Mr. Bogdan with all respect. There's a larger issue. Not everything is a legal argument. And Trump's behavior was very poor. Uh, I think these, the fact that some of the, his confidants were saying this is lost, it is just like Trump, which is why I'm not supporting him now. I'm more obviously in the camp of Ron DeSantis, who I think is a much finer man and will make a great president. He's not making great waves, uh, Michael. Just- in fairness, you know, DeSantis is not making great waves. I had a bit of hope from going back six months ago, but his publicity, tra- yeah. his publicity campaign is not working too well for him at the moment. Well, that's a, that's a separate issue, but the election is 16 months away. The, the point is, do we really, and I just say this to Mr. Buckner again with all due respect, do we want a country in which we are constantly suing each other? Now, maybe the lawyers love that because it's a full employment for lawyers act, <laughs> but I don't think the rest of us want that. Yeah, I, I don't know. You well, know look, Michael, it, I understand what Donald Trump has done. 
And, you know, and Tr- Trump has made the argument, of course, that, you know, Biden has a garage full of, uh, you know, papers that he shouldn't have taken out of the White House. And he has another office up in Chinatown or wherever it was supposed to be. You know, I mean, some of the charges do seem, pardon the pun, trumped up charges. So, I mean, do, do you really want to live in a country where every time a president exits the building that, you know, they're going to be chasing him to get him back into to get him into court again just because they didn't like no, the him? Answer is, uh, so. So the answer, the, the, the point that Mike Walsh makes is, is, is a fine point. No, we don't want to live in a world where everyone, in a banana republic, where everyone's trying to indict the former guy. But that all being said, you know, the United States of America, it's not that we're flush with lawyers, even though we are. Um, you know, we are, we are a country of laws and not of men. And what distinguishes us from the animals out there is that we do have laws and we do expect everyone, including the president of the United States, to abide by them. And, uh, you know, uh, Richard Nixon almost got indicted. But what happened is the Republicans and the Democrats both said, hey, you broke the law. Either you get out of office or you're going to get indicted. And he left. Um, Donald Trump is a little bit of a different character and he exercises enormously poor judgment Kind of routinely, and you know what? Look, Mike Pence took documents from from um, the, the office, as did Biden. Mike Pence didn't get charged because what did he do when they called him for the documents? He gave them back. Trump didn't. And when you look at the pictures off the cell phones that were taken, not by the FBI but by Trump's own men, there are secret documents laying out in the bathroom, rampant in a shower in Mar-a-Lago. I mean, come on. I mean, you know. Yeah, but does it really matter where they are? I mean, it, it, the whole idea of, you know, indicting somebody for documents, I would imagine, and I'm sure every American would imagine, is what the purpose of taking the documents were for. I mean, Trump was hardly, you know, trying to swindle the American government or hardly trying to set up a coup or whatever it happens to be against Biden. I, you know, he wasn't doing anything with these documents. They were sitting on a bathroom floor for reading material while he was having a crap, most likely. I mean, that's yeah, but, the but, only but, reason they were there. But, but now, do, do understand, though, that, you know, that Mar-a-Lago is, according to what I've read, and I don't know this, obviously, um, every foreign government makes efforts to try and get their people into Mar-a-Lago to try and get information, because Donald Trump is, frankly, a notorious talker. Um, and it wouldn't be hard for a, a Russian um, um, agent or Chinese agent or any foreign agent to be walking around there and having seen documents that were laying around. And, you know, what does that tell our, 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 our friends in other countries? Yeah, but you'd have to, yeah, but as a lawyer, you would, yeah, but as a criminal defense lawyer, uh, you know, and and uh, an attorney for litigation, you would understand that you would have to prove that there was some reason for him wanting to do that in the first place, that he intentionally did that. Actually, you don't. You you just have to prove that he took them and retained them. What, just neglect? Neglect? Is that, is that, was that what you per, No, 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 no. They would have to show that he intentionally took the documents and retained them. Um, they don't have to show that they were secret even. They just have to show that they were government documents. Uh, Trump is confabulates, you know, two, two different charges. He's not being charged with taking secret documents that are, that are, uh, that, that are like uh, for, for purposes of sedition. These are just under the Archives Act. These are government documents. And, and please understand, they asked him for those documents numerous times. They subpoenaed them. And what did they recently find? That he had two of his guys try, talking about the boss, according to the testimony in the grand jury, was the boss wants to know if we can delete the videos of us hiding the documents. 
You know, it's just how. No, I know it doesn't look like it. It's not a good look. No, I would, there's nobody who's going to try and defend any of this and say it's a good look. Yeah. But, you know, well, well, just, yeah, but sorry, Michael. Yeah, Michael Walsh, go ahead. You want to say something? Well, yeah, just, just going to make a point, which I think Michael Bachner will agree with me on this. There's such a thing as prosecutorial discretion. We don't prosecute every broken law. Harvey Silverdwight, who's a great champion of the First Amendment and a lawyer, that wrote a book called Three Felonies a Day, that every American goes through life committing three felonies a day if some zealous uh, grand inquisitor wants to get at them. Or to put it in terms that Niall will understand, it's like we're being surveyed by Catholic nuns in 1954 <laughs> who know every dirty thought that is going through my little five-year-old head in parochial school. We are now under surveillance. And uh, Mr. Buckner articulated this principle that you could go to jail for this, for that, for the other thing. America didn't used to be run by lawyers. That's the point. It's only since the mid-20th century that the lawyers have taken over this country and really damaged it, I think, in significant ways. For all I know, they think that they're the heroes of the story. But I think that those of us who are civilians see them not as heroes, but as in large part villains. They add the costs of everything to everything. You are constantly in jeopardy. You have to hire people to keep them off your back. You have to hire lawyers to fight their lawyers. It really is a kind of nightmarish existence uh, that they ultimately want to foist on the American public. And, and here we are. They've indicted the former president of the United States. Congratulations. Good I mean, job. Michael Bachner, well, just, just, just be, before we finish up, there was, I saw an article there. Now, I can't find it anymore. I don't know where it went to, but it was written by somebody who looked like they knew what they were talking about. And now I know, I know it's not going to happen, but they said that one of these indictments carries the death penalty. Is that actually true? No. No, uh, no, it, it isn't. The, technically, the, the sedition, if you're found to have committed the act of sedition, that is actually committing, uh, uh, being a traitor to the United States by passing secrets to a foreign government, and under certain circumstances, yes. But none, no one's been charged under that. There's no death penalty. Okay, so charged here. gross exaggeration. Um, but I, think, but I, I think the lead anyway. charges, yeah, no, no, they're, they're, you're, you're talking a five or ten year. Look, at the end of the day, Donald Trump, if he's convicted, is never going to go see the We'll never see the inside of a jail. Uh, no judge is well, going to well then, the well, then, here, see, going back to what Michael Walsh said about committing three felonies yeah. a day, well, then, if we believe, and uh, you as an attorney, a former attorney, if you believe, and if, you know, the greatest minds in America, legal minds in America, believe he's never going to spend, an, you know, an hour inside a jail cell, what is the point of all this, apart from wasting the American citizen's tax dollar? What's the point? Because because the, the point is sometimes the, the, the prosecution and conviction of someone even if they don't go to jail, demonstrates that the system um, works and that this, if done appropriately, and that the system doesn't treat different people differently just because of who they are. I can tell you, um, in, in, all straight out, I have represented people who are not Donald Trump, who have committed the same types of offenses, and the ones who get convicted, they go to jail. This is not like we're just picking out these charges for Donald Trump. People get charged with these types of obstruction and lying all the time in the United States. Mm-hmm. And look, and, and just one quick comment, you know, just to defend, you know, being, being an attorney, something I, I love and, and, and think is a very significant and important job. You know, our founding mm-hmm. fathers put into the Constitution Fourth Amendment right to search and seizure, the right to counsel, the right to a grand jury, because they recognize that what distinguishes us from, you know, the English um, was the fact that we treat the laws in a particular fair fashion. So we can, and, and, and Mr. Walsh we, we, and Mike, 
we can disagree yeah. about whether it's a good idea or a bad idea. And, and I do understand the idea of why it might not be a great idea to be charging the former president. I respect that opinion. Um, but at the end of the day, um, you know, look, I, I only can tell you, I know Mr. Smith. I was a prosecutor in the same office he was in. I don't have any doubt in my mind that he believes he's doing the job he's given to do and that he's not doing it because he's a Republican or a Democrat. He's so you, you, don't, you don't believe well, – so, well, so just no, to clarify, you, well, you don't believe it's political my, interference. You don't believe the no, political I just interference. Said, he, he, was, he was a prosecutor in The Hague where he prosecuted you know, um, people in the Serb, Serbian Kosovo War for war crimes. This is a guy who is respected internationally. He has an enormous reputation. Um, he's not just some political hack. Uh, Michael, no, you know, at Michael, at the, start, the very start, sorry, Michael Walsh, just just at the very start, you know, going back months and months ago when we spoke first, you yeah. talked to me about, you know, Donald Trump's accusations of political interference or electoral interference. Mm-hmm. At this stage, do you still think it's electoral interference or do you think, well, look, he had it coming to him? Well, I think it's it's both in, in a way. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with, uh, with Mr. Buckner on this, but I will point out that Hunter Biden's plea deal, which fell apart, he was charged... He could have been charged with things that I'm sure, Mr. Buckner, your clients would have gone to jail for illegal gun possession, for throwing it in a, in a, near a school, for drug, uh, what all the drug problems that this man had. And he was going to skate because it's not always a fair application. It depends on prosecutorial discretion. So we, we have this, this problem in the country that right now the 50 percent of us who are conservatives – See this as an unfair application and a very selective application of justice uh, under the uh, Garland Justice Department. And as to Smith, he prosecuted Bob McDonald, who was the governor of Virginia, a rising Republican political star, and he ruined that man's career. And the Supreme Court reversed him, I believe, nine to zero and tossed out the convictions that he got. So he's no saint. He doesn't even live in the United States for crying out loud. <laughs> this is a very strange and interesting man uh, that there'll be lots more to say about him, I suspect, going forward. Okay, well, you both have a different, sincerely different view uh, of who's responsible. Sorry, Michael Bachner, you want to say something very fi- just finally? Um, sure. I, I, no, uh, just quickly, the point you make about um, the McDonald case is accurate, but just to keep in mind, that that was nine zero. You're right, and that was both the conservative mm-hmm. and liberal branch of the Supreme Court that reversed that conviction. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, listen, mm-hmm. guys, it's yeah. been it's been wonderful talking to both of you, and hopefully, I'll catch up with the two again. And we've got an American election on the way. I, I to be honest, which I feel so sorry for the American people. I mean, look what you've got. You got a choice of Trump <laughs> and Biden again. I mean, realistically, unless we're going to go for Robert Kennedy Jr. Um, mind you, he is making waves. If he stops talking about vaccines, I think he may do well. And he may do really well, but you know, I I don't know. I just Michael Backer. Finally, on a final note, I just throw one more in. Okay, you've got a fifty dollar bet. I'm giving it to you free of charge. What do you think is going to happen? Well, I'm in a rush because I've only committed two felonies today, and I got another one to commit. Um, but, <laughs> Come on, hurry up! Get out! But 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 at the end of the day, um, I, I think Donald. You know what? I don't. I, I really don't know. You know, I'm. Uh, I, I'm not a. I, you know, I prefer DeSantis over Trump um, because I think DeSantis is unlikable as he may be. I think he's honest, um, and uh, I don't think I just don't like Trump because I just don't think he's honest. Okay, and if, DeSantis, if it was a DeSantis Biden race, I I think DeSantis would probably win at this stage. I think yeah. even I think even for the Democrats, it's anything but Biden. 
Yeah, that may be United United States. You know, I we don't have as, we don't have enough respect for people who are elderly. I think just because you're eighty doesn't mean you can't. No, I, I don't want to come across as ageism you know, either. I don't want to come across. But let's be clear about it. I don't think he's fit for the job. You have to. We have to be honest every now and again, don't we? I, I, I hear you. I, th- there are arguments to be made that way. I get it. But like, Trump's not that much younger. Yeah, but he's. I think he's fitter. No, he's not. They're both too old to run for president. Probably, Let me yeah. Just say this one, la- one yeah. last thing. Uh, uh, go on, Michael. A friend of mine in the intelligence community, at the beginning of the Trump administration, he's very anti-Trump. This is a spook buddy of a lot of them. And he said to me in a private message, Donald Trump will die in prison. And that was in 2016 when, you know, the so-called deep state was starting to mobilize against against the president. So this is a highly fraught and complex issue. A real statesman would end this, would end this, and we would start over again. But as long as these accusations fly and subpoenas fly, we'll never be out of it. I I hope that neither Trump nor Biden runs. I hope we have a fair DeSantis uh, Governor Newsom election, clear ideological choice. Let's see what the American people want to do. Okay, so thank you very much indeed. Uh, thank you, Criminal Defence and uh, Securities Litigation Attorney Michael Barkner and also Michael Walsh, author and former associate editor of Time Magazine. Thank you both for coming on the air tonight. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Hi.